Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you. I am your host, your groove mistress, your spiritual advisor and cruise director, Madam Perry. But you can call me Jan or Jennifer, uh, JP, Perry, all that's good with me. Anyway, thank you so much for being here, for listening, for, oh, for everyone that's been downloading. I've noticed a big spike um, in the last few weeks of uh, downloads. And uh, if you haven't followed or subscribed, please do. If you have already, thank you. That's great. For all the people that leave reviews on Stitcher and Apple iTunes and such, thank you so very much. Um, I think one of my favorite things about them is that people say, and I think this has been in more than one review on there, saying that you like the fact that I have people who are well-known to you that you're a fan of and people who you've never heard of. So I think that's, I was hoping that would be a good mix, and so I'm glad that that works for everybody. You get to learn new stuff and then see people who are already your favorites. Uh, I was, oh, I wanted to say, too, if you're listening live tonight, November 4th, 2019, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio Live, there is a hot pink, I would say azalea, because, as you know, I'm from the South, an azalea pink box, and in white letters it says follow. If you would click that and follow uh that would mean so much to me. Or just subscribe on whatever podcast platform you prefer, whether it's Podbean, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, whatever, Last FM. Please do. Remember, it's still free to listen, to subscribe. It's still free to download after a show. And um, that's the way I like to keep it. By the way, got a lot of cool things coming up. Let me see. I see I need a bit of water there. Um Coming soon. Oh, next Sunday. Um, haven't had Sunday night shows much, but <coughs> excuse me, Sunday night. I've got Joe Milliken, and Joe is a rock journalist, but his new book is called Let's Go. It's the story of Benjamin Orr, who was the bassist, co-founder, and vocalist in the band The Cars. And I think everybody remembers the song, um, Who's Going to Drive You Home Tonight by The Cars. And so... Uh, yeah, so that'll be great to have Joe on. He's going to be talking about his book and the work he did and the people he interviewed uh, to be on there. And maybe maybe we'll even have Greg Hawks from The Cars. Um, we might even have him join in for a moment. I met him a couple of years ago with uh, when he came with Todd uh, Rundgren's The White Knight Tour to Atlanta. So, And, of course, you know Greg Hawks was in the car, and he and uh, Benjamin were very good friends. So um, that'll be fun. And let's see. Two weeks ago, oh, I know, last Saturday night, I was at a, um, listening to some live music, and somebody asked me, he said, hey, I heard your podcast, David Fishoff, was he really, was that really David Fishoff, and did he really offer to give a free guitar to a listener? So wait a minute, David Fishoff, who if you know, he's a um, sports and entertainment agent, he's the guy that created the idea of the Ringo Starr All-Star Band, came up with a full idea one day while he's laying in his pool. 
puts it together, makes a commercial, gets a friend to make a commercial for it, and sells the idea to Ringo. Um, but he also created Rock and Roll Fantasy Camp, where anyone can pay, go spend a week with, um, I think now they do it in Vegas or Los Angeles, but you go spend a week with some of your favorite rock musicians, and you practice music, you learn stuff, and then you do a concert together at the end of the week. And anyone who signs up for it and signs up and says, Madam Perry sent me, David will give you a free guitar. And Lita Ford, somebody said, well, what kind? Well, Lita Ford was on here, and she said, David Fishoff is the nicest guy. If he says he's going to give you a guitar, it's going to be a good guitar. Don't, don't, don't worry about what kind. Just go. Have fun. And I think she's been um, participating in the rock and roll uh, fantasy camp lately. So, gosh, wouldn't that be great to be there with the queen of... Uh, Queen of metal shredding, Lita Ford from the Runaways. Anyway, uh, yeah, lots of stuff going on. And if you miss some of the discounts that you get here and the uh, things that people offer as um, just incentives because you listen to Madame Perry Salon and you want to get something, uh, you want to get a discount, say, for the Wrecking Crew documentary or um, Franny Goldie's Magic Pants that you always see in Oh, the Oprah magazine. Just message me, and I'll give you the codes to get all the uh, discounts that are everywhere for my people. Now, tonight, this is, uh, I think you've probably seen my post the last few days and sharing and talking to people about tonight's guest. This is going to be a night no one's going to forget. My guest is... uh, a mag- just just a very fascinating woman, and you know I always say the best thing, the best way people can interact and can learn, can understand things is to listen. You know, listen, and it sounds so simple, but it's so important. Um, my guest is she. She has a law degree she earned from Georgetown University, fellowship with the UN Commission on International Trade Law, which is a corporate international lawyer in Boston and Prague. I don't think this is where she ever thought she would be now. Uh, And yet, she is. She's got a book called, her new book is called Earth Speaks Up. And it has to do with humanity's understanding of Earth and how the Earth has been trying to speak to us. It's got a lot to say. And so before I continue to try to um, mangle the uh, the actual meaning and topic with, with my limited knowledge, I'm going to say, please welcome the. If I say fantastic, it sounds more like a fantasy. So, but she's very, very real. Please welcome Mary E. McNerney to Madame Perry's salon. I'm so happy to have you here. Well, it's a treat to be here with you, Jen and Madam Perry, and and to be with your listeners. And I'm so glad to have this opportunity to share some of the um, interesting and intriguing information that's in Earth Speaks Up with you and your listeners. Fun to talk about. You know, when I first learned about your book, um, you know, it says um, that some of the information or or things I was reading says, you know, we, we once believed the Earth was flat, some people seem to believe it now. Um, <laughs> stationary, the center of the universe, <laughs> and I was, you know, I thought that was just a joke that people believe it now. Until I found the website for the society and found other people who said that. You know, my husband works in satellite communications. He says his very business should should show that that's not true. You know, but uh, it, I guess when people have a certain belief that they're they're uh, dedicated to, um, they don't. 
move too easily. But it, we we learned otherwise, you know, over time. And today, many people think Earth is just a compilation of dirt, rock. Which how could that be when there's so much happening and so much living on and within and things that we can't even see and know right now? So uh, what I want to know is Earth speaks up, and the word yeah speaks. Uh, it's a what does that title mean? Because I, I I want to say what I think it means, but I want you to tell me. Well, um, you you you've touched on a lot of interesting points right here at the get go, Jen. That the way we um, the way we perceive Earth um, has been a has been a series of awakenings um, for eons. You know, we we originally perceived Earth as as flat. Um, that was our reality until um, until explorers showed us other way, otherwise, and then our reality changed. And then uh, we perceived Earth as the center of the universe. That was truth until astronomers showed us otherwise. And then later on, we um, we continued to believe that that um, Earth was static and stationary uh, until science showed us no. Earth is indeed mobile; it rotates on an axis. So we, our understanding of Earth has always been evolving, and. Today, right now, we're really at the nexus of change in our next um, expanding perception of Earth. That, as you said yourself, we perceive today, we perceive Earth as this inert ball of dirt and rock. But in reality, Earth is this conscious, sentient, and communicating being. And that's what this title means. Earth speaks up. Earth is indeed communicating with us and always has been communicating with us. It's we as humanity which has divorced ourselves from that knowledge. And now through this book and through, I think, other means, Earth is trying to show us we need to engage. We need to connect with Earth in an entirely different way than we've been doing. we got to get out of our habits our stuck perception of earth and recognize it's time to change change our understanding and change our way of being in the world by connecting with her in an in an entirely new way and that's what this book shows us earth speaks up is indeed the earth communicating with us and showing us how we can begin to engage with her in a new way so that's my little synopsis of what the title means in answer to your question. Hmm. Well, and it seems, you know, I'm sure many people think, well, this should be obvious in, in many ways because of how things change in the earth, uh, uh, shifts in, uh, well, how things grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, you know, like everything around us is alive in consciousness. Like, like we all see... Most of us today, we recognize trees are alive, and there's so many new books out. Peter Wallaben's new, new book, The Secret Life of Trees, showing us trees are conscious beings. All of nature is alive and communicating, and, and so is Earth. And um, once we step into recognizing that and working with her in a new way, a whole lot of really intriguing and exciting awareness unfolds to us and new ways of 
of being here on the planet. I think, so. yes, you know, I'm not having exactly your experience, you know, or, or your knowledge. I do know that when a tree grows, the tree branches get too wide or too too big, I notice that some of my flowers will sort of lean <laughs> lean over to get to the sun. And you see they grow this way because they need to get closer to the sun or they need to be out where the rain's going to fall. And they just seem to start to position themselves. Like, okay, i got to lean over here and get a little bit more sun, um, you know, which is a very, very simple perception of it. But what I want to know is how did you come to have the, the knowledge uh, that you've come to have from the earth? Because... Some of it, I feel like, and this is not to demean anything you've done, some of the things we should be more thoughtful, more conscious. The earth that gives us so much, what are we doing to keep it going? We're not giving a whole lot back with things like mountaintop removal and and waste and so forth. But this book is very, very different. This is, and the way your book is written is, is fascinating too, how it's the earth speaking to you. So that's what I really want you to tell us about, how this began for you. Mm. You know, and Jen, I love sharing that story, too, because I think it, it the story's really not just about me and my experience of connecting with Earth and how this came about. It's something that can be, that everyone else can participate in, um, and I was and I'll, well, I'll start at the beginning and tell you the story, and then um, then you can hopefully others can relate to it. Um, I was it was not my plan to write this book. That was definitely not on my radar screen at all. Um, I guess I've I guess I've always had an an affinity for nature. I grew up on a beautiful farm in Ohio, and um, so that always gave me a connection with the outdoors and nature. But I followed the traditional path most of us do. I went off to college and. And then I went on to law school and um, had a career for so I I um, had a fellowship with the UN Commission on Inter- International Trade Law in Vienna for a short time, and then I went into um, corporate and international law um, in Boston and Prague, and had a pretty basic, you know, work life. Um, typical, uh, what is it? Left brain logic. Um, dealing with um, contracts and business logistics and managing all of that every day. Um, you know, pretty rational, logic-centered work life and um, generally buried in paperwork. And um, so and that, and so I was a, a, a lifestyle and a work that most of us could relate to. And then one day I was home from work. I can't remember. I guess it was probably a weekend or a day off. Um, and it was a beautiful day out. And I was looking out the window and thought, I was thinking, oh, what a, what a, what a day. What, this free, enjoying my free time. What should I do today? I was thinking I'd grab my husband and the dog and go out for a walk in the, in the trails and woods. Or, or um, I have a horse, take him out for a ride. I was thinking of all these uh, things and I happened to just say out loud to myself, you know, mm, what shall I do today? And then I heard quite distinctly and clearly, take dictation from the earth. Oh. And I was stunned because 
there was no one else in the room, and I knew immediately it was from the angelic realm. I just, that was that whole sensation. Uh, And the words were very clear and deep and wise. And I thought about that for a minute after I recovered from my shock. I thought, that's a really profound idea. Um, But then I thought, but it must be intended for one of the illustrious spiritual people of our time, Um, you know, or a a nature guru. That's not me. Um, They must have dialed the wrong number because that's not me and um i thought about it but then i just put the idea in the back of my mind pretty much tabled the idea that's that's an amazing idea but not for me Mm -hmm. and um then jen about six months later i heard the exact same thing take dictation from the earth and i had no idea what this meant or what to do but i said okay well i don't know i'll give it a give it a go and I, I don't and so I took a pen and paper in hand and went out and sat on the edge of the woods in our backyard and just sat there I don't know what I was supposed to do and then all of a sudden the word started coming and it was just most it's hard to describe this was deep profound wisdom coming and initially it was hard for my pen and my hand and my mind to keep up with it and and from right away, it was clear to me that there was a book that was being dictated to me. And that's what unfolded. I continued doing this over the ensuing months and years. And this is the book that came forth, Earth Speaks Up. And what it was, was um, several the Earth, quite clearly, who came across as a, a feminine, in a feminine aspect. And I think of, that makes sense, we think of Mother Earth as the mm-hmm. feminine and also in tandem with that was um, dictation from, I can term it as like angelic beings or beings from the, you know, the spiritual realm, the non-physical realm, who were speaking in support of Earth and, and in support of humanity. And they came across as um, a group of, I can only draw the parallel to a group of very wise professors. And they were very of solemn and spoke with a very sonorous voice and um, just the wisdom of some very evolved beings, spiritual beings, who identified themselves the only as a collective, they identified themselves as we. And so it was that group and the earth speaking at different times, bringing forth these lessons for humanity and this guidance for humanity and this new understanding for us, um, which is this book now. And in it, there are included a series of woven into the text. It gave um, nine separate exercises, for very simple exercises for teaching us, each one of us, how to begin to engage with Earth in this new way and work together with Earth on the energetic level for for bringing forth healing, bringing healing to the earth. And we realize we're shown in so doing as we, we do these exercises for healing the earth, it also is, heals ourselves and beneficial for ourselves because we're not separate beings. Our, our life and our health and well-being is intrinsically connected with earth's health and well-being. 
So this book brings forth a, a very beautiful new way to relate to Earth. You know, I I was I have so many thoughts about that. It seems to me that I, I'm sure, as you said, you know, your your career, your life, your training, your education, everything you've done has been I used to say, left brain, and and so logical and so. Um, Listen, I only had one law class. That was communication law, and I had to take that twice. So <laughs> I can't. Love it. So, legal people, I, I am in awe of you, you know. But um, but when you first heard this, I would think also though the fact that you seem you already enjoyed nature. You you know you you loved you know you you've got your horse, you love riding, walking, your husband, your dog, and everything. So there's a part of you that does you know feel a connection to or need to get out and, and walk and be amongst nature. I mean, that, that I've sensed that in you as well, that you had that already. So when you began this conversation, or the earth began a conversation with you, whether it was earth, angels, a combination of the above, mm-hmm. I'm sure that there were more than one working in concert together. Uh, again, that's, 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 the, that's mm-hmm. what I'm sensing. Um, I would say, was it was it a bit... Uh, confusing, or was it uh, surprising and then comforting to you to have this conversation? Well, you know, once it started, I mean, when the idea was presented to me, it was kind of, well, curious initially. But once the conversation started, it was um, the it was just so beautiful, and the words that were coming forth were so eloquent and so meaningful and so rich that. That I just was, I was just totally immersed in it, and um, um, it really expanded my my mind and my being in a whole new way. And the more, and initially, I say, initially it was a little difficult, only because it was tiring, because our minds aren't used to working at that frequency. You know, we live in a multi-dimensional world, but we really only attune to our little three D level. You know, um, what we see and hear and can touch, that's what we attune to. But there's so many other dimensions that operate at different vibrational levels that we can't see or hear, but that doesn't mean they're not there. Um, but so it takes a little, for me, it took, it was tiring to operate at that frequency. It's kind of like you change your channel. You're, you're used to being on channel two all the time, watching TV on channel two and listening to channel two, and you change your channel and it's a different frequency to channel 10 or something. It's, it's um, a different sound coming, a different vibration coming through. But um, over time, as I did it more and more, um, it became very easy. Like anything, for any of us, the more we do it, the easier it gets. Um, yeah. And um, so, so, and then the more and more I, I spent time doing this and being with it and connecting to this multidimensional world we are really in, the less and less I was able to stay in the traditional, my traditional job, my traditional work, that just became... To me, it ended up that that didn't matter anymore. What really mattered is connecting with the earth and engaging with this earth in this new way. And I realized, what else matters? We get so caught up in our material world and our material 
achievements and thinking that, oh, climbing the corporate ladder or the success is what, what my goal in life is. And then the more and more I engaged in this way, I realized this other stuff that we think is so important, it doesn't mm. matter. What really matters is this beautiful planet we're on, this lovely, rich, amazing planet we're on. And our role, you know, our role here is is to work together with her. We are the caretakers of this planet. That's our role and nothing else. You know, in the big scheme of things, you realize nothing else matters. This stuff we think is so important. So I left my job eventually. I just, it just, you know, this working in this new way with Earth and as in a, now I work with sharing this with other people and doing some workshops and, and, um, really bringing this book forth now into the world. Um, and, you know, and I want to share one special point with you guys, with all, all okay. of you, that this came to me not because I'm anyone special. I'm no different than anyone else. It, I realize we all have this innate capability to attune to earth, attune to nature, attune to these multidimensional realms of our world. We all are born with this innate capability. We just lose it along the way. We don't well, we don't lose it. It gets subsumed along the way by our traditional education system, traditional focus on the three D world, and our mm-hmm. our system, our soul, our consciousness forgets. And so my system was reminded um, by when this dictation was brought to me, and this book came forth to help everyone else reconnect and bring forth the innate capability to attune to Earth, to work with Earth in this new way that you all have. We all have it. We just need some guidance to get back to it, get back to engaging with Earth in that way, and that's why this book was brought to us. To show open a new doorway for us. I'm glad you brought up that something that we can all do. It's not something that oh, only other people have the ability to do, mm-hmm. or you know, that's just for somebody special or a certain realm. But something we all have the capability for. I'm going to stop just a moment. I've got uh, to play an ad. I need to play an ad from a sponsor. But I want to say, if you're listening live tonight and you want to talk to Mary McNerney, I'm sure she'd be happy to talk to you. Uh, the number is uh, is six four six. A seven one six nine nine two two, again six four six seven one six nine nine two two, and I'm just laughing because I was almost given the wrong number. But uh, you can call, or for people who, and you know, Mary, I'm sure you understand this. For people, sometimes people listen and they can't make a phone call. Maybe they've got a job where they got to be quiet or something like that, or they can't use a phone, or maybe they're babysitting or something. Um, they might want to have a question or comment to give in. So just send those to me, as you normally do, uh, through a message on Facebook, either to Jennifer Maudette Perry or to Madam Perry Salon, and I'll be happy to share it 
with Mary if you can't go in. And we'll be back because we're about to get a whole nother level on this story. So be back in just one minute. The next game changer in the men's fashion industry might just be around the corner with the upcoming launch of Mace in Style, a new international gentleman's fashion boutique store that will offer comfortable and fashionable designer crafted clothing, accessories, jewelry, watches, as well as health and lifestyle essentials for men. Crafted by talented fashion artisans from various corners of the world, Mace in Style offers clothing and accessories for men of different shapes and sizes. From streetwear enthusiasts, the hip-hop street artist, the corporate powerhouse, the prepster, the jock, the rock star, the adventurer, to the all-American throwback, and many others in between. Mates in Style is inspired by the latest trends in fashion, which will help any generation achieve their desired style and look. Visit the pre-launch site now at prelaunch.matesinstyle.com to be a part of this inspiring fashion innovation. Prelaunch.matesinstyle.com all right this is madam perry jennifer perry back here talking to you and um my guest tonight is mary e mcnerney and we're talking about earth speaks up and i had did have a question or, or a comment coming in here from um lana saying you know asking in your book mary do you give us or does the earth give us through you any uh, directions or um, any types of, uh, I don't know, like techniques or lessons or exercises that would sort of help us come closer into a relationship with the earth similar to what you have or to be able or so that other people can learn how to attune to the earth's voice or vibration? Yeah, exactly. That's what this book is. It's exactly what this book, it's a book of wisdom, guidance, and tools, being exercises, showing people how to begin to um, attune to earth in this new way, and showing people a um, more expansive perspective of earth, and then specific exercise showing people how they can... um, work with earth at the energetic level, how we can all work with earth at the energetic level um, to um, facilitate healing and well-being for the planet. So that's exactly what it is. It's a book of, um, yeah, lessons and exercises, and it's really a how-to manual for people who want to um, bring benefit to earth and to themselves and to step into their real role as as a caretaker of the earth so it's um and it's a it's a it's just not a thick book it's a very slim book of but just a lot of information and guidance on how each one of you can engage with earth in the way I did it, the whole purpose of the book is to teach people is to teach all of us how to be with Earth in this new way. And the exercises in it are amazingly simple. When these were first dictated to me, I thought, wait a second, I've got to be getting something wrong. This is so simple. Um, But then I realized when we're working at the energetic level as opposed to our traditional physical realm, when we're working... In engaging at the energetic level, it brings forth change in a much um, 
more fluid way. And so when you're working at the energetic level, perhaps some people are familiar with Reiki or Jinsen Jitsu or acupuncture, acupuncture, all these so many things that work at the energetic level. Well, these um, exercises are whole new techniques for working with the earth at the energetic level to facilitate change. And um, and they're so delightfully simple. It's amazing. You can engage, you can do some of these for a couple minutes each day or whenever it's convenient. And um, I'm going to read you this, uh, this lovely quote I like from the book. Um, when... Um, when I was pondering, when the ex- so one of the exercises was dictated to me, and I thought, "Oh, this is—I've got to be missing something. This is this is um, this is so simple. Um, did I get the information right?" And then I was told by we, and I'm quoting here: "Yes, simple exercises, simple experiences, are often the best and more profound." The way your social realms have evolved recently, you seem to believe that complexity is necessary. We would urge you to revise that thinking, for such a belief is erroneous. Um, So it's a whole new way for us to perceive the world and to perceive our way of engaging that um, is a whole new direction for us. Um, you know, I like so. I hope I've answered Lana's question satisfactorily. It is a book of, of yeah, guidance how to, how to to begin to do this, and we can all do it. You know, this <laughs> it just takes me through. Uh, I've got so many questions to ask you, and there was especially a couple of chapters I wanted to ask you about. Um, one of them, and and yeah, you know, I'm surprised too. It's not a big thick book, but. It certainly has a lot of good stuff packed in it in a small mm-hmm. package. You've got a you've got a high quality book here with great information um, mm-hmm. and great exercises, and, and it's got a lot of hope in it. Yeah, I, mean, it, mm-hmm. I don't I don't see it sold that way in in the in the uh, um, in the sell in the author uh, one sheet and so forth from from your publisher distributor, but. You can't read your book without feeling, if you read any kind of depression at all about the world, about life, about whatever, this is a book that to me is just chock full of hope and, and it's got a lot of love. Well, chapter four is called... I'm so oh. glad I'm, t- I'm so glad that came across you so clearly because isn't that true? The love in it and the, the support and the hope for humanity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Read, read to me. It just kept coming through with like the, um, the, the between the lines. You know that was just mm-hmm. the the feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Our the chapter is our thoughts have effects, and mm. you know we hear that. And I, if you don't mind, would you talk about that for just a moment? Because I think it begins with you're talking with the earth about what is a hurricane. Mm-hmm. That was fascinating to me. Um, Jen, when that was that information was first dictated to me, it was wow. It it took a while for me to wrap my mind around how things work in our world. That um, what was being explained was that um, about weather patterns and things like hurricanes and tornadoes and these kind of natural disaster storms. That um, 
what was explained to me, and, and when I paraphrase, it doesn't come across as eloquently as as when you read the book, but um, when I paraphrase and try to summarize here, um, that we we don't recognize that our output of negative energy, negative emotion, negative thought, you know, battle energy, war energy, as well as our own individual emotional you know, venom we may spew or emotional garbage we may spew into the world or into someone else, that someone else. This, our thoughts and our emotions don't just evaporate. We just don't see the effects they have that this kind of um, negative or toxic energy accumulates in the earth's atmospheric field, which is akin to like our own auric fields. We know we have our auric fields. But the Earth does too in her atmospheric field, and our negative thoughts and emotional garbage or battle energy or whatever accumulates in the Earth's atmospheric field. And um, once that accumulates, there's nothing the Earth herself can do but to um, to to discharge it, except to. Um, twist and spin and the way she discharges negative energy is a hurricane or a tornado that stuff comes forth um to to clear her energetic field and we might see oh a her, the hurricane's happening off florida so florida has a lot of negative energy down there no it doesn't matter the hurricane happens just because it's clearing energy in the general field it doesn't mean the location where the hurricane is happening is where the, the negative energy is located. It, there's not a correlation that way. Um, so, um, But this is just these locations is where these things can arise so the earth can clear her field. And all, that's all she can do unless we as humans step in and, and take action and do engage with the earth before the hurricane arises to clear an energetic field, to clear, help the earth clear her atmospheric field of our emotional garbage, our negative energetic garbage um, that's collected in the earth's auric field. And, um, and what this book does is give us some very simple exercises we can each do to help clear accumulated energies so the earth doesn't have to do that herself we engage with her as partners to clear uh, the energetic field and then these natural disasters don't need to be called forth if humanity steps up and does and plays its role as a caretaker and cleans up our our um, negative thought forms that are left in the atmosphere where it says in the same chapter, um, we were talking about even as a corresponding uh, chain of actions and reactions. If you dig a hole, um, there's a corresponding chain of actions, reaction carried on a physical and elemental planes that humans don't seem to recognize. It's saying the bigger investiture of human energy, human doing that is put into a thing or activity, the bigger the consequent response, both for the negative and for the positive. Mm-hmm. And. I think, and it's calling, you know, and then the way the earth calls us to think about, think about the nature of what we put out when we undertake things. 
you know. Mm. And I think sometimes it's hard. Some, you know, people and it's easy to say, well, we should do this or do that. But you know, people get so bogged down. You know, I mean, we, we all do. I know I do. And things seem to close in on you, and you just stop. You stop thinking about how connected we are. Mm-hmm. Can you give us some? Um, you know, like I'm dealing with a lot of. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things right now. I'm dealing with mm-hmm. some things that have to do with um, situations with a family member and so forth. And it's just, you just mm-hmm. kind of feel like you're getting trapped. So what what can we do? Like, Can, can you give us the, like an exercise or something that we can do to kind of get outside of ourselves a bit? Well, um, you know, um, I think it's it doesn't require... A big career change like I did. I mean, this was my choice. But these are kind of things. I, I would say the first thing to do is to read this book because it's not my book. It's the earth book. It's the angelic realms book guiding all of us. And to get this book, and you will see as you read it the very simple things you can do with earth. It's like we all have this turmoil going on in our lives. Yeah, I have these issues too, like everyone else, um, that I've got to deal with on a daily basis, other things, daily stuff that we've all got to deal with. But don't we every single time to brush our teeth at night, brush our teeth in the morning, our basic morning and evening routines, we all do it. And these exercises that are put forth in the book are so simple. It's like, a couple minutes a day. About a, as, if you do it about as much time as you spend brushing your teeth every day, these exercises, just putting a few minutes into doing one of these simple exercises for the earth and the energetic level, it has a, a ripple effect. Because we're working at the energetic level, it brings forth change more fluidly and more easily than if we're working solely on the physical level trying to do a climate change accord or trying to um, um, reduce carbon emissions which we all have to do that all needs to be done too but there's other things we can do these simple meditations simple exercises that are that yeah it's you don't have to make a big life change it's easy stuff to do and we just engage in that way a few minutes every day um, or if we're on our lunch break a couple minutes um, you can do it from anywhere you don't have to be out in nature you can be sitting at home or wherever sitting in your office whatever Um, just uh, shifting your attention your energy in another way for a few minutes and it has a ripple effect and I think even one of us doing us doing it helps, and the more and more of us that do it, I think the change is really going to benefit our planet, and that's why this book is has been given to us to show us, hey, there's this new direction. We're all concerned about climate change and environmental degradation and collapse of ecosystems. We're all worried about that, yeah, but feel what can we do? We think, oh, big government, big science, someone else has to do it. What can I do? I'm just a little average individual. There's nothing I can do. I wish I could. But but the fact of the matter is, as this book, Earth Speaks Up, shows us, there's stuff we can do as an individual. And it doesn't require us to make a big lifetime change. A big, so, so, yeah. So 
I can, you know, it would take longer than your than your salon tonight, Jen, for me to summarize or lead through an exercise. But if anyone, the it's all in the book, set forth, so e- easy to dive into. And I know everyone will be as enriched as I was when I when this information was conveyed to me. Which is a perfect time to say that, for especially because I've also had a message from uh, from Pete Hall too, saying, "Are you going to tell us where to get this?" Yes, Pete. Thank you. Um, so uh, the book Earth Speaks Up is available through well, you can get it at Barnes and Noble, Amazon, or through the distributor, which is Sacred Stories Publishing. My wonderful friends at Sacred Stories Publishing, I always know <laughs> anything mm-hmm. from there is. Um, and the website for Mary is Mary McNerney, and that's M-A-R-Y-M-C-N-E-R-N-E-Y dot com. And, of course, as you know, folks, I'll be sharing all of this information on all of my social media, um, whether it's, it's Facebook or Twitter or uh, Instagram LinkedIn, I'll be sharing this everywhere I am. So if you if you don't get it all down tonight, or I found out like some people listen to the podcast when they're driving. I know you can't write it down, so but you know you can always go to my social media, and you'll get the information on where to buy Earth Speaks Up. Um, as if you don't get it in the bookstore, you'll know where to order it. So I've I've only got you know you've been so generous with your time, and I've only got a few minutes, and I could just talk to you for another couple of hours but i'm going to just let you pick i picked what to talk about next because i had a couple of things one is about earth and the angelic realm earth and the sacred feminine or do you want to give us the laundry metaphor the, oh well oh <laughs> you're you're talking about the the actual laundry metaphor to um how um cleaning out cleaning out toxic energies from our from the world that's what yeah the, oh there's a lot of subjects you brought up there um uh Jen oh, wide ranging subjects well, I could talk about everything it's so intriguing but for readers who are wondering the laundry metaphor is um uh, it's a correlation to um, when Earth has to clean her energetic field of our the toxins humanity has put in. A hurricane is akin to like wringing out the dirty laundry. That's all she can do. So there, that was a, a, a metaphor that was in the book, which I, I enjoyed. Um, but um, going beyond that, um, I just think Jen recognizing the um the presence of the angelic realm and these and the this nature spirit realm and these other dimensions of our world that are there that are waiting for us to engage with them and work together with them and once we do it bring will bring forth such a powerful and marvelous connection and integration for us as humanity and the larger world um, that will bring forth this a powerful new healing for the planet when we as humans begin to engage in this new way um, it's a we're being given a pathway and a to a to a to bring forth something wonderful and beneficial for ourselves and our planet and we're at this nexus point right there this, right now this point of change where we have a choice of which way we're going to go with 
our planet? Um, are we going to step up and be the caretakers who we are? And I truly believe that's that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do. We're all concerned, but we just don't know how do I help? How can I do something? And once we're shown this guidance, once people begin to see this new direction that Earth Speaks Up brings to us, I just really feel there's going to be a, a wave of change for our planet that will be bring forth a, a whole new and wonderful dynamic. And we each have a wonderful, uh, we each ha- each individually have a major role to play in the well-being of our planet. And once we recognize this, all the the guidance we need to bring about change is right there. And there's a and a planet a planetary consciousness and angelic consciousness is just waiting to work with us, each one of us. So it's a it's a in doing it I hope you all can pick up. It brings forth joy too to share this and to engage in this new way. I think I think that message is, is already getting pretty clear. I, I mm-hmm. also have a message from Jane and she's lives in uh Glasgow. So she says, you know, I can't call from Scotland, but I'm really enjoying the show. Thank you so very much, Mary, for sharing this with us. And thank you, Jane, for letting us know that you were mm-hmm. listening. You enjoyed. So, uh, Mary, I'd love for you to come back anytime you want. I would love to um, learn more about what, whatever you've got coming up next. I want to, I want to hear. I want to hear Madam Perry Salon mm-hmm. right here in the genie bottle. Um, mm-hmm. Just... It's been absolutely delightful, and I just feel good reading your book. Remember, I, and folks, I'm, I'm not kidding. It's a small book, but it's full of good mm-hmm. stuff. And I just want to wish you so much, uh, so many blessings and success, and and also to let people know Sacred Stories Publishing, or you can go to Amazon, or you can go to Barnes & Noble, wherever you like to buy books if they don't have it. Ask them to get it. They'll do it. Yeah, any any bookstore can order it for you. Yeah, or if you or you can order it yourself online too. And I feel, you know, it's it's wonderful talking with you, Jen, and and with all your listeners because I feel that right now as we all start doing this and and tune to this book, there's like already this wave of energy and wave of connection going just through through you and this group of listeners, all all of us engaging right now and connecting with right right now and and our, our our we're all being drawn in this new way together. So I feel this is just through your salon, it's really helping lay a new foundation for for this information coming forth and all of us working together. My listeners are are. Uh... You know, they communicate to me a lot. They're, they're a very, uh, I say delightful, they're just a very delightful bunch. They mm-hmm. have some very different interests and thoughts, but they're very intelligent, and they love to learn new things, and they love to explore. And, I, yeah, mm-hmm. they, uh, I think they're part of the good things that are coming about in change. So, But what I'm going to do is just say, again, thank you so much. I am going to end with the positive music is called a song called Everybody's Got to Swing and that's me telling you that we just all need to swing. And I'm gonna say thank you once again to Mary McNerney. 